Welcome to the Weekly Rock Blog with your host, Brian K. Schaefer, in conjunction with the podcast you're seeing, Podcast Network. So sit back, grab a drink, and turn up the volume. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Weekly Rock Blog. I'm your host, Brian Schaefer, and this is episode number 10. Yeah, baby! So we're back at it again this week for episode number 10. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. We got some great music to feature this week. I actually received a, kind of a random email a few weeks ago from an individual, uh, a chick named June Wolfsburg. And she's in a band, a, a band called June Wolfsburg Band, and they're based out of Germany. And she sent me an email. Uh, they have an upcoming album release here coming up soon i believe at the end of the month and she asked me if i would be interested in playing her music and i responded back absolutely so we've been talking back and forth and she sent me an advanced copy of her cd and also it's uh, kind of cool i wanted to interview her on the show have a phone call with her but they've been busy touring so they agreed to record some answers to questions that i sent so you'll be hearing the answers of the questions that I sent to June Wolfsburg. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool. They have a lot of good advice and a lot of interesting stuff um, about touring across the globe and Germany and especially. So it's uh, pretty interesting stuff. So without further ado, let's get this show started. Okay, so let's give you a little background on June Wolfsburg. June was born March 8th, 1992 in Cologne, Germany. And she is a singer-songwriter and best known as the lead vocalist, songwriter, and the name-giver of her band, June Wolfsburg. 
She was introduced to music at the age of six, taking piano, drums, and singing lessons at the public music school in Erfurt, Germany. At the age of 15, she taught herself how to play the guitar. And after high school in 2010, she completely dedicated herself to music. At this time, she had already performed her songs on the street as a street musician. In 2007, at the age of 15, she began to write her own songs. In 2008, June composed a song for a project from the singer Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas. At this time, she still worked under the artist name June W. Since 2010, she writes all her songs together with her dad, Joe Wolfsburg, who's also in the band and is the producer of all of the records she's made. In January 2011, she recorded her debut album, Made in the USA, in the Tracking Room Studios in Nashville, together with Dave Rowe, uh, who was the last best player for Johnny Cash, Buddy Hyatt, who was the piano player of Toto, the band Toto, Sean Fichter, the drummer of Peter Frampton, Smith Curry, the guitar player of Kid Rock, and Bobby Terry, the guitar player for Amy Grant. So June has released, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five albums previously. The last one was in 2014 called The Deluxe Underdog. And her new release is called 1220 Well Street. The band consists of June Wolfsburg on lead vocals and acoustic guitar, Michael Nowatsky on drums and percussion, Joe Wolfsburg on bass guitar and backing vocals, and Tony Funk on electric guitar and backing vocals. So right now, let's play a couple tracks from June Wolfsburg's new album entitled 1220 Wells Street. The first track I'm going to play is track number three, and it's entitled Hey Man. And the second track I'm going to play is track number seven, and it's entitled I'm Alive Now. So right now, let's listen to Hey Man by June Wolfsburg.
All right, that was Hey Man and I'm Alive Now by Gene Wolfsburg. So let's jump into the question and answer session of the weekly rock blog. Like I said before, I sent a bunch of questions to June, and uh, they're they're busy touring right now, so they actually recorded the answers to my questions. So right now, let's listen to the weekly rock blogs interview with June and Joe Wolfsburg. All right, guys, thanks for doing this interview. And uh, let's start off with the first question that I wrote you. And the first question says, introduce yourself, your band members. Tell me where you were from, how you came together as a band, and describe your influences. Hey, my name is uh, June Wolfsburg from the band June Wolfsburg. Uh, this is my dad, Joe. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Joe Wolfsburg. And uh, we're in total, we are four the other two uh, can't be here today, but it's Tony Funk on the guitar and Michael Novatsky on the drums. So yeah, we started writing songs in 2010. 2010 yeah. yeah, the first two records we recorded in Nashville. The first one was called uh, Made in USA and the second is uh, Wonderland. And after this we founded uh, the band here in germany yeah we, we had to go to, back to germany we had to go back because we for working reasons yeah we didn't have uh, working permission to play in the u.s so we got back to germany and we started yeah. to searching for new band members in germany right and so we founded the band in 2012 but it took about eight months to, to get them, them. Yeah, yeah to get the band, band together because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very different. Hard. It's very hard <laughs> to find uh, good, good musicians. musicians over here. So yeah, yeah, but we did it, and the guys are great. And uh, and it's it's a long time development. A band <laughs> is a long long time development. That's that's a true story. Yeah, so. True. So you have to do many records to play to to play together on stages and uh, to build a band. You can found them. No, to get a real band feeling. So and right now it really feels like family. So I think we finally got where we want to be yeah. with the band. Awesome. Okay, question number two. Um, I understand you taught yourself how to play guitar. Um, I, I did as well. I taught myself to play a right-handed guitar lefty. And uh, I also read that you learned piano as well as other instruments. So how did learning these instruments influence your desire to learn guitar? So our influences are really different because um, I got into music with uh, jazz and blues and um, I started singing because of, the, because of the musical Chicago. And uh, so we got really different uh, influences. And yeah, and one reason for the different influences are I'm older, I'm 47, you're 25. Yeah. So my playlist is different to yours. So, but you have to listen to my playlist, yeah, and sure. I have to listen to your playlist. So. Yeah. So we got a lot of Pearl Jam and stuff playing. Yeah. I think that really. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> influenced us. Yeah. Uh, each of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm influenced by your music and you're influenced by my favorite music. So this is the, the melting pot. <laughs> right. All right, June, as a singer-songwriter, what are the, some of the struggles you face in writing songs and what has influenced your songwriting? So yeah, at first I started learning piano as I was uh, six. And then I got uh, sick of playing piano and so I started to play drums. And then unfortunately I got an injury on my foot so I had to uh, learn something else. And my dad was at that time uh, playing guitar so I thought yeah that would be great. I could play and sing and uh, yeah so I started learning guitar. Yeah, I think we don't really have a special influence uh, when it comes to songwriting. We just want to write good songs that we're happy to play. So, um, yeah, but I think the the first real struggle was um, that we started only the two of us with playing guitar and writing songs. And then... Um, to it keep was space. It was difficult to leave the space for yeah. other instruments like the drums. Yeah. And you're, if you write a song on the guitar, you want to fill, fill it, it up yeah. so that it, it sounds full. But it, that is uh, wrong to do. So you need to leave a lot of space for the other instruments to come together but, to make a good song. Yeah, but there's one rule which says there's no plug-in for a shitty song. It means... you. If if yeah, you write yeah. a song for a band, it has to work on a guitar two. solo yeah, too. That's so that's the problem to find the speed between all the uh, um, possibilities to write a song. You have to place it into the song to have the version for the band and to have a version for the guitar. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a struggle. So I think your music is edgy, and to me, your voice has a hint of retro gray slick from Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship. How has being a young female artist shaped your sound? It, it, to me, it seems like uh, most female artists in today's pop music focus on that cookie-cutter crap songs. And have you ever felt pressured to sound more mainstream? Um, I never felt the desire to sound more like the pop stuff that's going on in the mainstream right now because I grew up with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam and all the great singers. I love Freddie Mercury and Tina Turner and um, from that influence point I never had the desire to sound like all the pop stuff. I feel I can um, show my emotions and everything and put more into the song if I sing the way, sing the way I do. So I never felt pressure to sound like that. Okay, since you are from Germany what experiences, good or bad, have you faced in trying to gain exposure in other countries? Yeah, well, it's uh, well, it's more easy to uh, get exposure in other countries than Germany. Germany is like the worst place to be as a musician yeah. because um, they have one rule which says we play hits; we don't make them. So, yeah, we don't want to make them. They're not into featuring new upcoming artists, so it's it's kind of hard, and you don't have that much venues. 
like in America you can play in a bookstore or something like that and in Germany it's like you have very few venues to be able to expose Because of government laws. Yeah, we have really strictly government laws for public performances. So everybody has the right to call the police to stop public music. That's the problem in Germany. So yeah. the, the, the public right, it's, it's bigger than yeah. the, the right of a musician. Yeah, that's true. So and that's one right of the now, biggest problems. We, we just came from a tour through the Netherlands, and that was completely different. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's. Uh... Uh, there's one example. If you play on street in Germany, and you have upper side of your roadway are playing music, uh, someone with disco music, they turn up the volume instead of to support you and to turn down the volumes of their disco music. That's what happened all the so, time in Germany. Yeah, in Germany, everybody is against each other and they don't want to support you. They don't want to, yeah. They are they, jealous. I, I think they're jealous. Jealous, so, yeah. yeah. And they don't, how do you say, respect live music? Yeah, in, sure. in Germany, you don't have respect for live music. So it's easier in every other country to than get exposure, <laughs> exposure than in Germany. That's the truth. So musicians don't come here. This is why we don't have German stars. Yeah, that's the, the true. Germans can't make German stars because they they, they they don't have any system for it. Yeah, right. They don't support it. They don't want to have it. That's the truth. So your father, Joe, is in the band. Describe what it's like to have a parent in a band with you. Yeah, well, it's better to have one parent in the band than two parents in the band. No, that's... <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> no, that's a joke. It's a good joke. So, um, yeah, I, I, we're a really good team, and I think we outgrew in this uh, father-daughter relationship. So we're now on a level that is more like a team and more like partners and... Uh, we really respect each other in the things we do and um, Joe is more for like the uh, for, visions like, the of music and producing, producing stuff yeah. and uh, uh, I come with all the ideas and so we yeah. really uh, fit together perfectly yeah. so it's a lot of fun working with him yeah I it's, think it's uh, it will not work with uh, every father-daughter team but with us it worked really really well yeah i'm 50 person uh, per, 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 percent yeah. of your creativity and you're 50 percent of my creativity so we are together 100 that's yeah. the trick how it works you can do things i can do and i do things you can do yeah, in right. writing songs and this this is what we saw in nashville four people almost writing songs together or almost four or my more than five four yeah, i think persons. it's impossible to write great songs alone you have yeah. always like you need feedback you need feedback least, you need at least two people yeah minimum to write a good song yeah Okay, so I'm going to throw a little curveball your way. Do you have any interesting or funny, crazy stories in regards to touring? Okay, crazy story, let me think. Yeah, well, well, there's one. We, um, we, as we began to play to make music, we did a lot of busking and playing on the street. So we had one time where we called uh, the organizer of a festival and we said, hey, we want to come and play on the street. Do you have a place for us to play? And he said, oh, well, 
I need a I'm I still miss a band on the stage so I still ha I have a gap on the stage and I still need a band on the stage yeah and so, uh, so we got a small spot on the same day it was it was an evening it was not the best spot but it was for 30 minutes or so and after we left the stage the manager of the stage came to us and said okay what are you doing next week and so oh, we don't have any plans for next week and he said okay I have a next gig for you and then we and played so, yeah. Yeah, the end of the story is we played in front of 26,000 people. people on a very huge festival and we just called for getting a gig on the street. And this was, uh, I think, the first time where we changed from the street to huge stages. This yeah, was the first true. moment. Yeah, he yeah, was the guy was the who gave us the first chance or opportunity to play on huge stages. But it was from zero for playing for two or three people in seven days to playing for 26,000 people. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that and, was crazy. Yeah, so it was crazy. We toured with them um, in the same year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. Okay, just a couple more. Uh, the next one, how have you promoted yourself and your band? What has worked and what hasn't worked? Well, the only thing that really worked was uh, playing on the street. So we never sold more CDs than uh, as we played on the street. So that was... That really, really works, and it's a good uh, practice and a good promotion and uh, a good way to get better. Yeah. So I can only think of this thing to work. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. We we called playing on the street paid exercise. Yeah. That's what we said every day. We played so many songs again and again and again, only to going to be better to to to. Improve. to improve our yeah. skills so and this is the best way you have to play live you can do this on youtube you can do this on facebook in the same way like playing live that's yeah, that's we, we best. have all those social media stuff like facebook uh it's really important to write uh, back to the people so yeah that it's, it's a, something more... that work but for fans you already have yeah so it's not a good way to um, promote gain more fans yeah but yeah, playing on the street, definitely. Yeah, stay connected, stay in touch. This is what you can do with social medias, but it's really hard to reach new fans there. Do you have any advice for aspiring musicians uh, currently making a go at a musical career? Uh, there's only one advice I can give that's uh, just keep on going. Keep on going and practice, 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 get better. And uh, yeah, never give up. And never give up. That's 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 a true story. There's one uh, old guy told us this story. Yeah, he never met any successful people who gave up before. Yeah. Yeah. Only only the successful people are they, this this kind of people who never give up. True. Okay. Last question. Since this is your sixth album, what do you hope to achieve with this recording, and what is your ultimate goal as a musician? Yeah, with the uh, with the new album Twelve Twenty Wells Street, we just try to improve, to get better, and to um, maybe someday make a living out of being a musician. That would be great. So that would be a good goal. We don't want to be famous, famous or that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that is that is not what we intend to be. But uh, yeah, to make a living out of music would be uh, great. To yeah. be able to make uh, music full time, yeah, that would Th be a great uh, goal. Yeah, this is where we want to improve 
ourselves, our skills. Yeah, yeah, and I think the record is just one step on this way. Yeah, a small step. <laughs> a small step for us. <laughs> Not for the world. Not for the world. No. Big thanks to June and Joe Wolfsburg of the band June Wolfsburg for recording those answers for me for the interview for the weekly rock blog. You can check them out online at www.junejoon-wolfsburg.com. And you can follow them on social media on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. And remember... Their album, their new album, 1220 Well Street, is coming out on September 29th, 2017. And you can pre-order it right now and save $5 if you pre-order it on iTunes. So hop on over to iTunes and pre-order the album. I have it. I dig it. It's on my regular playlist. So thanks a lot, everybody. I had a great time tonight for episode number 10 of the Weekly Rock Blog. And we're going to end the show with another track from June's album. And the song is called What You Mean to Me. So before we play the track, make sure to follow me online. You can get the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, all of the uh, podcast outlets. So make sure to subscribe. Check us out online at weeklyrockblog.com. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the weekly rock blog. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good to each other and get out and listen to some local live music.
It's a break. 